0: Uh Uh-oh, this thing's on. Hey everybody, this is Ty Eden, and this is the Tybo Show. Hey everybody, welcome back. Thank you for uh, tuning in to our show. Again, this is uh, the Tybo Show, and I'm your host, Ty Eden. I'm a realtor with Exit Realty Redefined in Wheaton, Illinois, and as I had said in my very first podcast show that we published though, a week, maybe a week and a half ago, that this podcast is going to be really centered on community for our uh, DuPage County, western suburbs of Chicago community, and um, we're also going to salt in a little bit of information and And some education about real estate since I am a realtor. But, um, we're also going to kind of focus on community, community leaders, businesses, places to go, places to eat. Um, just something that I, I hope can bring some value to community. So in today's segment, I had a chance to visit with Carrie O'Brien, who's the executive director for the Wheaton Chamber of Commerce. Now I've known Carrie for more or less 10 years. In a couple of different lives of businesses that I've been involved in, and I've seen the the Wheaton Chamber grow and flourish. Uh, the community is relatively small, but um, you know they seem to always be doing new things, holding new events, and they're always looking to grow the chamber as much as they possibly can. So, without dragging this uh, intro on or my 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 part on, let's get Carrie on the line and. Uh, and 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 go into what our visit was. All right. On today's show, we've got Carrie O'Brien with the Wheaton Chamber of Commerce. Carrie, thanks for your time and, and coming on the show this morning.
1: My pleasure. Thanks for inviting me.
0: Sure, sure. Now, Carrie, you are the executive director for the Wheaton Chamber, is that correct? That is. Okay. And uh how long have you been in that uh, in that role?
1: Well, I started with the chamber in 2010, um, but I wasn't actually in the title of executive director until two years later.
0: Okay. And was that, um, a promotion or just uh, a vacancy from someone previous or?
1: Well, it was, um, it was a planned promotion. So, um, the chamber was, um, kind of re, in a rebuilding phase and the board elected to send me to a program called um, Institute for Organization Management that is um, a, a service of the U.S. Chamber Foundation. So I went through a four-year program for specific leadership training for chambers of commerce and so uh, it was a four-year program but after the second year then um i had i moved from membership relations manager to executive director
0: so then are you saying you were able to knock out a four year program in two
1: no no i I went the whole four years <laughs> <laughs> but I got the promotion pre- um halfway through
0: so it was like going back to school again
1: it was it was um it was a one week per year, so I would go. Um, right after Taste of Wheaton in the summer and spend an entire week in Madison, Wisconsin with other Chamber of Commerce directors or employees from all over the country, but mostly the Midwest. And we went through a specific, um, curriculum over the course of four years.
0: Wow. So you made a lot of new friends.
1: I did. Yeah, it was really, it was really something to see. Um, you know, and we're so fortunate too that this was a resource that was relatively close by for us. Um, I think the woman, we have people from California. Um, one of my classmates is in, um, Wyoming. Um, a lot from Michigan, Minnesota. So yeah, it was pretty interesting.
0: So what did you do before you got involved with the chamber? Tell us a little bit about, uh, Carrie (laughs) O'Brien.
1: Okay. Well, you know, there's kind of, it's kind of a funny thing that people in the chamber of commerce world say is that, you know, nobody planned to be a chamber of commerce executive. It's a happy accident. Um, I had been a chamber member as, um, part of a bank who was a member and I worked in the marketing department and, you know, everything that happened around 2009, 2010, Um, the marketing department got cut back and um a friend of mine was on the board of directors and said, hey, we need somebody in the office. Um, why don't you know, why don't you stop on by and give it a try? So I did. So that's how I got into the chamber. But before I was in marketing, I was an elementary school teacher.
0: You're kidding. Really?
1: Really. And sixth did grade. you
0: go to 6th grade? Did mm-hmm. you um did you go to school here in Illinois to get that certificate or
1: I did. Um I well I went to my undergrad at um University of Iowa but then I went um for my teaching certificate through National Lewis.
0: Okay. So then what prompted the change to go from education to marketing? Is that what it was? Education to marketing and banking or
1: Yeah. Um well at the time I was teaching sixth grade, I had three children in middle school. <laughs> and I thought, you know, <laughs> this is this that's is a, a lot handful. of middle school. <laughs> so that's a lot um,
0: that's a handful. <laughs> it is
1: a handful. And I had always been interested in graphic design and marketing. So I um, took some classes at College of DuPage and I made the transition to a different field. So I taught for quite a while. So I, w- I was ready for a change.
0: You kind of reinvented yourself. I did. And what what prompted you to want to do that rein, reinventing of yourself? Was it because of the the motivation with the kids in middle school and you were also teaching or?
1: Um, You know what? I, I can't say it was any one thing except like a, a perfect alignment of factors. You know, my kids were all old enough that I could go to school and try something new. And, um, yeah, it's the timing was just right all across the board.
0: No, oh, excellent. So as executive director for the Wheaton Chamber, what, what all does that entail? What What's a typical day look like for you?
1: Oh, goodness. Uh, you know, that's what's great about this job. It's kind of a culmination of everything I've ever done done. It's a lot of planning. Um, you know, the executive director works in partnership with the board of, di- of directors and they come up with the vision for the organization um, because I am the hired professional in the field. they They look to me for trends and best practices and some information on um, what other chambers are doing. And um, then they create the vision and they hand back off to me to implement it. So not unlike teaching, I have to take a curriculum and, and say, this is what we need to do. How are we going to do it? And in essence, put the lesson plan into place to make their vision happen. So, you know, my day is everything from You know, people who walk in off the street, businesses calling, setting up events, lots and lots of meetings, both with members and other organizations. Um, one of the things that I'm, I'm really excited about for Wheaton is the way we're collaborating with so many of other organizations like Park District and the Library and the Downtown Association. Um, but we just recently, um, for the first time ever, got um, a municipal membership with the DuPage County or the DuPage Convention and Visitors Bureau. And so that that takes us to a regional level and pulling Wheaton together as a destination and um, doing our part to promote DuPage County.
0: Excellent. And do you, because you had made mention there of, um, you know, as part of the creation of the vision uh, mm-hmm. What other chambers are doing? Do you interact and have a lot of contact with the other surrounding chambers?
1: I do. Um, we have a group that meets, um, on a monthly basis. We call ourselves the West Suburban Chamber of Commerce Executives. Um, in fact, yesterday we just had lunch together and, um, our big topic on our plate right now is that last year um, a federal policy was um, implemented that allows associations to sell health care plans in which um, you know, chambers would be considered an association. So we're trying to see if it is possible for our chambers to offer small businesses access to a health care plan that is similar, more similar in nature to a um, a self-funded plan or something that gives them better rates and better access um, because we'll be pooling together and spreading the risk over a larger pool of people than they can do with their small businesses that are under 50 people so wow that would be awesome <laughs> it it's would. not well
0: anything involving health care is going to be tricky
1: it is and so we are we are trying to do the research and the different plans and the more we find out the more we understand what a great responsibility this is to do it correctly and effectively so um we are working really hard to to see if we can bring that to fruition for our members
0: are uh, are you guys doing any kind of um I guess, a a test outreach to the uh, chamber members to see who might be interested in leveraging that opportunity?
1: We will eventually get to that point. We know we will need to survey our members and in a essence, take a kind of census, but there's there's different ways to approach this. So right now we are in heavy research mode and we're interviewing different um, pathways of getting to the end goal. So we're, we're not quite, we, we know it would be a benefit that would be appreciated, but we just have to make sure we're truly offering that. So right now we're kind of interviewing experts in the field to get their recommendations, um, looking to see who might have done it before. As we found out, Illinois, This won't shock anybody, is a a different landscape than most of the country. We just do things differently here. So uh, we're not finding someone that we can, um, you know, replicate their model right away. So it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting process.
0: So it sounds like you guys are the ones that are going to be creating kind of the initial model.
1: Yes, for Illinois, possibly. Yeah.
0: And, and, and because we're so different here in Illinois, which I guess, I don't know if that's good or bad to say. Uh, um, it's
1: just what it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we won't put any label to it. No. I'll agree with you on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um but once you get something, hopefully you're able to get something put in place. And, you know, would it be something where the ne- other chambers around the country might? draw from or glean from at all or is it just Uh, because we have to do it here
1: yeah um i like i said we've got some different her um some different paths we have to take because of the structure of um the way it is now in illinois and state laws here and the way different insurance carriers are set up here um it we hope that it will be Something that at least other chambers in Illinois can learn from, um, if not spread out nationwide. But, uh, we definitely are learning a lot as we talk with different people throughout the country about this.
0: And that's got to be exciting for you to be always kind of on that leading edge of learning some new things.
1: Oh, absolutely. That's, that's part of what makes this so rewarding is just, um, It's always changing.
0: Um, Tell us a little bit. I mean, we're kind of early March of 2019, just to kind of put a date stamp on this. Yeah. And each year you guys uh, there at the chamber have some exciting different functions that uh, I I, I guess are the two or three biggest things you guys like to do. There's um, I forget something there in that uh, that uh, park.
1: Oh, sure. In <laughs> taste of Wheaton, we're, we're always excited about that. That's been growing. Um, we're in a, uh, anyone who's been in Wheaton recently knows that we are in a phase of physical renewal where infrastructure is being replaced and you streetscape, you know, we're, we're replacing what in some cases was even 80, 100 years old with, um, Actual sidewalks and pipes and all that stuff that you really miss it when it's not working um, for the next fifty hundred years. So all of that is happening. That and we're really trying to help with um, communication, promotion, um, input into the design process from the business standpoint. That's been high priority. Um, and still maintaining the things that we all like to do, like Taste of Wheaton. Um, I'll tell you something really big that's coming up in 2020, is an international, very high-caliber art exhibit from the Mexican artist Frida Kahlo is coming to the College of DuPage. So this same exhibit has, this is like the premier collection that comes from Mexico and it's coming to College of DuPage because of a personal friendship that developed, um, over the years between this donor and his dear friend in Mexico. Um, but this exhibit is, you know, it's been in Milan and London and places that, you know, that international level. And then it's going to come to Glen Ellen and because we are as close to the MacNich Art Center as Glen Ellen is, um, we are we are going to feel that impact of the thousands of people who are going to come to this um, exhibit. And the DuPage Convention Visitors Bureau estimates that upwards of um, over the course of three months, upwards of eight thousand or eight. I'm sorry, 8 million tourism dollars will be coming to DuPage County, specifically Wheaton and Glen Ellen. Oh so. Oh my
0: goodness, really? This is in really, 2020? 20,
1: yes, in June, July, and August of 2020. Holy so,
0: cow. So,
1: the cool thing that's going to happen is, of course, they are making, um, structural additions to the, um, to the art gallery because this all has to be, secure. It has to be climate controlled. It has to be able to um, access the additional people. So all of those things are happening right now. But once this is built, then it means other exhibits of this caliber can also come to Wheaton and Glenn Allen. So I've heard other, you know, top name exhibits are already in the pipeline. So, this is not a, a one-off thing for our community. So, what we're trying to do is, um, we're going to have some different presentations going on. This is going to be a, a real, oh, we're trying to get the businesses. Um, so, we're doing many presentations to our members and other businesses to, um, see how we can all get involved in, you know, a Frida Kahlo, Theme throughout the summer of 2020 that will really be engaging to the visitors and to, of course, our residents. So we are really looking forward to the excitement of that.
0: Well, so you had mentioned actual dollars that can uh, be benefited coming to the community. What does Uh that correlate in actual physical traffic, anticipated people?
1: Well, Any ideas? Um, you know, the Convention and Visitors Bureau has been working with College of DuPage on that. I don't have those numbers right in front of me, although they do exist. Um, but just to give you an idea, they are going to be selling tickets, you know, round the <laughs> clock from like, you know, 12, at least 12 hours a day, every day for people to go through this museum or this gallery exhibit. So um, you know, put that over three months, ninety days. It's it's going to be quite a, a draw. So people be coming from the train; they'll be coming by car. Um, it's an exhibit that it will usually be reside in Mexico City. Um, so people from all over are going to want to come and see this.
0: And those real art enthusiasts are going to be willing to travel and. And mm-hmm. spend money in restaurants and hotels and rental Absolutely. cars, so it, it'll definitely help uh, everything else. So, ho- hopefully, all the stuff that's going on downtown Wheaton will all be kind of done oh, by then.
1: We'll be we'll be pretty by then, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know that the uh, they moved the fountain um, throughout yes. most of the summer last year and and mm-hmm. redid that uh, that main street there. Yes. And I'm, I'm not looking forward to the street that you're on. What is that, Wesley? I'm not yes. looking forward to that getting tore up and, and redone again.
1: Um, we aren't either, but it has to be done. And the, the thing about Wesley is that it's not quite as dense in businesses along the street as Front Street was. And they're also doing Hale Street. And although Hale Street is business dense right there. It is not as um, big of an area as Front Street was. And they learned a lot from that first process. So from that first phase of the renovation. So it's going to be, um, it has to be done. There's just, just no way around it. Um, but the city council has done a really great job of getting everyone's input and communication. And I mean, if you've had any construction projects, at your house you know <laughs> that there are always surprises and weather and material issues and you know you're pulling together designers and engineers and construction and it is quite the feat and I think they've really as hard as it's been um, I think they've really done a good job
0: well each each project you learn a little bit of something new and you True. you know how to at, you know take that new new lesson and apply it, you know, to the next situation that it fits in. Yeah. I've, um, I I've been involved in enough, um, demolition and reconstruction and remodeling projects. So, (laughs) yeah, sometimes you try and make those new lessons as painless as possible,
1: Mm -hmm. uh, just
0: so you can try and, you know, keep people happy.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I mean, they, and they really are, um, being very cognizant of the, of the businesses. And DWA has just been outstanding. And, um, a city is everyone is really doing the best they can.
0: So what's the near future for the Wheaton chamber have? And then I remember when we spoke, cause we did a, um, a Facebook piece last yeah. year, mm-hmm. you had also mentioned that there's a, a downtown Wheaton group as well. Is that that's not a separate chamber or
1: No, um actually they it is a small a smaller group that focuses solely on the promotion of the downtown business district. Because um what happens is the city actually contracts with the DWA to market and promote um the success of the downtown and it's funded um largely through a special service area tax on the that the property owners initiated and then also by events. So yeah, the DW we work closely with them. They're actually tenants in our building. So it's really it's really great that we can work together so well. And um we've also um made our building more accessible to our members with um, professional office space and conference room space so that small businesses who might not have access to that or home offices are able to use our um, our offices for their purposes
0: oh very nice yeah when did you start doing that
1: Well, last year we were renovating it, and we've been doing kind of like some testing with a few select members. So um, we've got about mm, three, or we've got three businesses that use the office space on a regular basis, kind of like a uh, office hoteling in a sense. And we've had we have several groups that um, use our conference room for board meetings, or retreats, or planning meetings. And um, so we're going to be advertising that more heavily to the public um, pretty soon here because we've got it all set now.
0: And those small businesses that are renting space or utilizing that space might be able to leverage their contacts and the chamber's contacts to maybe do some social
1: gatherings within the space too. Yes, absolutely. It's all coming together.
0: Excellent. Now, is there truly a divide from South Wheaton and North Wheaton?
1: Um, you know, I grew up in South Wheaton, in Briarcliff. Um, having lived there, I would say yes. Now, granted, that was a while ago. Um, I wouldn't say it's, it's not a, it's not a negative divide. It's just, um, a difference. It, it, um, than in geography. It was kind of funny when I started working in downtown Wheaton. The chamber's office is two blocks north of the train tracks. And when people kept referring to the south side, to me, that meant Butterfield Road area. But I found out much later that it just meant south of the railroad tracks. So it's more a perception. Um, but that's part of what um, the chamber is working on, and especially through our um, efforts with the, with the DCVB, to promote the entire Wheaton geography as a destination, not these little parts that operate independently next to each other. So we're really working on creating that unified Wheaton image.
0: And I'm thinking that with this uh, art. Uh, exhibit that'll be coming through that 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 should help. Oh, yeah. With that, with that effort. And as, f- as additional ones come through, that that should help as well.
1: Mm hmm. You know it.
0: Excellent. So, what's the future have in store for both Carrie and for the Wheaton Chamber?
1: Oh, gosh. Um, huh. That's a good question, Ty. <laughs> Um, supposed to be (laughs) yeah you're good at that um well the chamber um our board has a vision this year to um make more efforts to be in close communication with the members and um really foster communication between members so they're our last um Breakfast event, which we're calling Vibes, very important business exchanges, because it's an exchange between members, went really well. We had across the board, you know, great reviews on it. We have a little to learn about physical setup of the room and acoustics, but, um, yeah, we across the board, people said it was, you know, better than the quality of it was better even than what they were expecting. So we are really excited about that. We are re um I say we are retiring Best of Wheaton and building a new um recognition celebration of our members. So that will debut in October. So we're really the focus is really to bring it back to the members and Build that community between the members, and to highlight as much of the great things that are going on in Wheaton. Not selecting a few, so from that standpoint, that's going to keep us pretty busy um, personally. Um, wow, personally, i I got engaged over Christmas, so I'm going to be getting married. So that'll be pretty exciting. Congra- Thank you.
0: Congratulations.
1: Yeah. So we're, we're reinventing all of that right now, too. So, um, one thing personally I like to do every year is to try something new that is a little out of my comfort zone. So I, um, last year. So you're getting
0: married. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> this isn't my first
1: rodeo, but it's going to be my best one. <laughs> um, Excellent. Last, last year I took an improv class at Westside Improv. And I tell you what, that was, that was the most challenging and most fun thing I've done as an adult. I have to say it was, it was really something. So I think I might, I might do another round of that. Performing is terrifying, <laughs> but, but obviously I lived. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you can
0: get past it.
1: I I got that. But it's really such a, it's a really, I'm going to say it's a life-changing perspective on how you interact with people. Because it's all built on the premise of doing what you can to help the other person. And by saying yes, and just going with it.
0: Interesting. And now improv. So that's, that's a comedy type. Mm -hmm.
1: It ends up being, yes. It it ends up being funny a lot of the time, although that's not really your goal, but usually it ends up pretty funny.
0: (laughs) So what, that's, that's totally out of left field. What drew your interest to that? That's, that's actually very cool.
1: Um, you know, I had, well, I get to know all the members that are in the area and the new businesses. And so I, I met, um, Jeff Ash and some of his colleagues when they were looking for space. And I've gone to some of the shows. It's it's this little studio on the lower level, right to the left of Emmett's on Front Street. You might walk past it without even knowing it's there during the day. Um, so I've gone to a lot of shows and that was, that was just super enjoyable and loved it. And a friend of mine... Took one of the classes. And then Jeff Ash started a division of Westside that is for business. And so he did our board retreat this past year. And I thought to myself, wow, if I'm getting the board into this, I better, you know, walk my talk here. And <laughs> And so I took the class. <laughs> and I just, I can't say enough good things about it. It was just really a, a an awesome experience.
0: Did you think you had that artsy type of uh, creativity uh, in you?
1: (laughs) Well, I know people laugh at what I say, but I'm not usually trying to be funny. (laughs) I told, I had a, there was a time when I went to see my friend perform and I ended up like being the person that they took this suggestion from. And they had, they had me up on the stage and were asking me all these questions about this little story that I told. And afterwards, a bunch of people were saying, oh, you should take the class. You, you you come do this. And I was telling my kids about it. And now they're in their 20s and across the board, all three of them go, mom, do not do it. You are not funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, always- you're going to find out how funny I am. <laughs>
0: It's, it's enlightening when your kids start telling you what you aren't and then you just kind of go against, against the grain. Well, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. If you get a chance to do something like that, I go to a show. I mean, it's $10 that on Friday and Saturday night and you will just have, it's an up close, very personal. It's not like they pick on people or anything. They just take suggestions and you get to, it's true improv. It's not. Like a rehearsed at all, they have a method, but they don't know what's gonna happen either and it is just really a fun adventure
0: that's cool no i've um i I've taken on a couple of things i I have a little bit of artsy stuff in my background i you
1: do played the Tell guitar- me.
0: <laughs> well i I played the guitar when I was real young did you and um and and I from time to time will pick it up. I've played in front of. Oh, as many as five hundred people at one time. So wow. I do a little singing. So it's just when a certain motivation comes about. Anyway, I was at a fundraiser over the weekend and uh I ended up bidding on music lesson with some rock and roll place of some kind in Glen Ellen. Old so of rock? I've got a month worth there you go. That's it. Okay. So I've got a free month of uh of music lessons. So I'll I'll go in there and kind of refresh my memory and see if that sparks uh, that interest to pick up the guitar. I've got, I don't know, three guitars, a 12 string and a couple of other ones. So yeah, that's always fun and relaxing. And then the other thing that I ended up going into as you get older, you, you, you want to like go, Hey, I, I made sure that I pursued all my things that I, I might've wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And for my whole life, I've always had people tell me that I should be looking into voiceovers
1: that yes. I just got
0: that kind of a voice. You so do. I found, I found somebody in, uh, in Elmhurst and I'm taking voiceover lessons with <gasps> the idea that my goal at the end of the year is to actually go and read, uh, an audition or two and see if it's something that, you know, I can just kind of like my side hustle.
1: <laughs> I love it. Okay. So who knows? Maybe your...
0: my voice will be on a cartoon or something. Who knows?
1: We'll listen for it. will Hey, I know that guy. Well, when when you have your your move from spark to flame on your guitar, let me know, and we'll um, we'll, we always need entertainment for some of our events. We'd love to have you play.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, I'll get back. I'll I'll get back to you on that
1: when when your flame is ready. Got it.
0: There you go. There you go. Well, Carrie, thanks for uh, for coming on the show. We. Is anything kind of final words that you'd like to have folks be able to hear?
1: Perfect. Well, I would just say, you know, thank you to all of the people who dine and shop and do business in Wheaton and keep keep coming in spite of the construction. It's just going to make us better for the next 50 years. And um, we just have we're we're in a very unique place here in Wheaton and it's because of the people. So. It's a great place to be.
0: It is. I've lived here for twenty two years. No, twenty five. God, I'm getting old. My <laughs> oldest is twenty five. I've lived here for twenty five, twenty six years. So I've seen a lot of change over the years and it's it's all good. It's okay. all good. And we really like the community. So plans on staying here for a lot longer. Me too. All right, Carrie, thank you. Excellent uh little visit that we had with Carrie O'Brien with the Wheaton Chamber of Commerce. And again, I want to thank, uh, all my listeners for, for checking us out. And, uh, you know, our first official full, uh, podcast is now hopefully here in the can and, and out listening to you guys or you guys listening to it. (laughs) I'll get it straight. So keeping, keeping tuned in for us. And, um, next week will be a surprise as to who we have on. I've got several invites out. So, as hopefully this built podcast builds up, I'll be able to uh, at the end of one segment give you an idea of who we who we look to have on the next. So, with that, thank you and uh, appreciate your listening. Again, this is Ty Eden and this is the Tabo Show.